Hey friends, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are reading the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 174, and we will be reading Jeremiah 26 through 29, as well as Psalm 20. Let's get going. At the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's temple and speak all the words I have commanded you to speak to all Judah's cities that are coming to worship there. Do not hold back a word. Perhaps they will listen and turn, each from his evil way of life, so that I may relent concerning the disaster that I plan to do to them because of the evil of their deeds. You, I love this because God is like, you know, these people are horrible. They're awful. They don't listen. They don't do what I tell them to do. They're they're completely disobedient, bratty children, and I want you to tell them all that. But I want you to tell them that because I hope that they'll turn and I can let go of the wrath that I need to pour out on them if they don't. Like he is the epitome of peace and grace and long suffering, but also um like don't try don't try him. Don't cuz um uh that's not how he rolls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So continuing on, you are to say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you do not listen to me by living according to my instruction that I set before you and by listening to the words of my servants, the prophets whom I have sent, whom I have been sending to you time and time again, though you did not listen, I will make this temple like Shiloh. I will make this city an example for cursing and all the nations of the earth. The priests, the prophets, and all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the temple of the Lord. When he finished the address, the Lord had commanded him to deliver to all the people. Immediately, the priests, the prophets, and all the people took hold of him, yelling, You must surely die. How dare you prophesy in the name of the Lord? This temple will become like Shiloh. This city will become like an inhabited, un, sorry, this city will become an uninhabited ruin. Then all the people crowded around Jeremiah the Lord at the Lord's temple. It's like they had been they had become accustomed and content with hearing the false prophets that when the true prophet came and spoke, they couldn't handle it. When the officials of Judah heard about these things, they went from the king's palace to the Lord's temple and sat at the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's temple. Then the priests and prophets said to the officials and all the people, this man deserves the death sentence because he has prophesied against this city as you have heard with your own ears. They were more concerned, and this feels very, very relevant today. They were more concerned with the earthly kingdom and the place that they were than what God was trying to do in them and through them in this world for his kingdom. Hmm. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Then Jeremiah said to all the officials and all the people, the Lord sent me to prophesy all the words that you have heard against this temple and city. So now correct your ways and deeds and obey the Lord your God so that he might relent concerning the disaster he had pronounced against you. As for me, here I am in your hands. Do to me what you think is good and right. But know for certain that if you put me to death, you will bring innocent blood on yourselves, on this city, and on its residents. For it is certain the Lord has sent me to speak all these things directly to you. Then the officials and the, all the people told the priests and prophets, This man doesn't deserve the death sentence, for he has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Some of the elders of the land stood up and said to all the assembled people, Micah the Morishite prophesied in the days of King Hezekiah of Judah and said to all the people of Judah, This is what the Lord of armies says, Zion will be plowed like a field, 
Jerusalem will become like ruins and the temple's mountain will be a high thicket. Did King Hezekiah of Judah and all the people of Judah put him to death? Did not the king fear the Lord and plead for the Lord's favor? And did not the Lord relent concerning the disaster he had pronounced against them? We are about to bring a terrible disaster on ourselves. Another man was also prophesying in the name of the Lord, Uriah, son of Shemaiah from Kiriath-Jerim. He prophesied against the city and against his land in words like all those of Jeremiah. King Jehoiakim and all his warriors and all of the officials heard his words, and the king tried to put him to death. When, Ur when Uriah heard, he fled in fear and went to Egypt. But King Jehoiakim sent men to Egypt, Elnathan, son of Akbor, the cert and certain other men with him went to Egypt. They brought Uriah out of Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim, who executed him with the sword and threw his corpse into the burial place of the common people. But Ahikam, son of Japhon, supported Jeremiah, so he was not handed over to the people to be put to death. At the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord said to me. Make chains and yoke bars for yourself and put them on your neck. Send word to the king of Edom and the king of Moab, the king of the Ammonites, the king of Tyre, and the king of Sidon through the messengers who are coming to King Zedekiah of Judah in Jerusalem. Command them to go to their master, saying, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. Tell this to your masters. By my great strength and outstretched arm, I made the earth and the people and animals on the face of the earth. I gave it to anyone I please. So now I have placed all these lands under the authority of my servant, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. I have given him the wild animals to serve him. All nations will serve him, his son and his grandson, until the time for his own land comes. And then many nations and great kings will enslave him. As for the nation or kingdom that does not serve King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and does not place its neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation I will punish by sword, famine, and plague. This is the Lord's declaration. Until, you, until through him I have destroyed it. So you should not listen to your prophets, diviners, dreamers, fortune tellers, or sorcerers who say to you, don't serve the king of Babylon. They are prophesying a lie to you so that you will be removed from your land. I will banish you and you will perish. But as for the nation that will put its neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, I will leave it in its own land and that nation will cultivate it and res reside in it. This is the Lord's declaration. I spoke to King Zedekiah of Judah in the same way. Put your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon, serve him and his people, and live. Why should you and your people die by the sword, famine, and plague, as the Lord has threatened against any nation that does not serve the king of Babylon? Do not listen to the words of the prophets who are telling you, don't serve the king of Babylon, for they are not prophesying, or for they are prophesying a lie to you. I've not sent them. This is the Lord's declaration. And they are prophesying falsely in my name. Therefore, I will banish you, and you will perish. You and the prophets who are prophesying say to you. Then I spoke to the priests and all these people, saying, This is what the Lord says. Do not listen to the words of your prophets. They are prophesying to you, claiming, Look, very soon now the articles of the Lord's temple will be brought back from Babylon. They are prophesying a lie to you. Do not listen to them. Serve the king of Babylon and live. Why should this city become a ruin? If they are indeed prophets and if the word of the Lord is with them, let them intercede with the Lord of armies, not to let the articles that remain in the Lord's temple, in the palace of the king of Judah, and in Jerusalem, go to Babylon. For this is what the Lord of armies says about the pillars of ba and basin. Oh my goodness. For this is what the Lord of armies says about the pillars, the basin, the water carts, and the rest of the articles that still remain in this city. Those King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon did not take when he deported Jeconiah, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, 
from Jerusalem to Babylon, along with all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says about the articles that remain in the temple of the Lord, in the palace of the king of Judah, and in Jerusalem. They will be taken to Babylon and will remain there until I attend to them again. This is the Lord's declaration. Then I will bring them up and restore them to this place. In that same year, at the beginning of the reign of King Zedekiah of Judah, in the fifth month of the fourth year, the prophet Hananiah, son of Azur, from Gibeon, said to me in the temple of the Lord, in the presence of the priests and all the people, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two years, I will restore to this place all the articles of the Lord's temple that King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon took from here and transported to Babylon. And I will restore to this place Jeconiah, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and all the exiles from Judah who went to Babylon. This is the Lord's declaration. For you, or for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. The prophet Jeremiah replied to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the temple of the Lord. The prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do that. May the Lord make the words you have prophesied come true, and may he restore the articles of the Lord's temple and all the exiles from Babylon to this place. Only listen to this message I am speaking in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, disaster, and plague against many lands and great kingdoms. Also, or as for the prophet who prophesies peace, only when the word of the prophet comes true will the prophet be recognized as one the Lord has truly sent. The prophet Hananiah then took the yoke bar from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah and broke it. In the presence of all the people, Hananiah proclaimed, This is what the Lord says. In this way, within two years, I will break the yoke of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon from the neck of all the nations. The prophet Jeremiah then went on his way. Oh, goodness gracious, right? After the prophet Hananiah had broken that the yoke bar from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Go say to Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You broke a wooden yoke bar, but in its place you will make an iron yoke bar. In other words, it's going to get worse and heavier. For this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I've put an iron yoke on the neck of all these nations that they might serve Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, and they will serve him. I have even put the wild animals under him. The prophet Jeremiah said to the prophet Hananiah, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord did not send you, but you have let these people trust in a lie. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I'm about to send you off the face of the earth. You will die this year because you have preached rebellion against the Lord. And the prophet Hananiah died that year in the seventh month. This is the next letter. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining exiled elders, the priests, the prophets, and all the people Nebuchadnezzar had deported from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jeconiah, the queen mother, the court officials, the officials of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen, and the metalsmiths had left Jerusalem. He sent the letter with Elasa, son of Javan, and Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to Babylon to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. The letter stated, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says to all the exiles I deported from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Find wives for yourself and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters to men in marriage so that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there. Do not decrease. Pursue the well-being. I oh, love this. Pursue the well-being of the city I have deported you to. Pray to the Lord on its behalf. For when it thrives, 
you will thrive. I love that verse. Now, listen, I am not saying that every single word of scripture is um, for all time. Ah, I hope this is coming through clear. Meaning, this was a specific message from Jeremiah to the exiles who were in Babylon. That being said, I am a firm believer that every word of scripture is there intentionally and purposefully for all generations to read and have an understanding and see God in and through. And I do believe that the principles of, if not the exact scripture as it stands, the principles of the scripture as it stands are, are for our teaching, for our encouragement, for our correction and are applicable. So what do I mean? Do I mean that um, every city that has a believer in it is going to thrive? No. But what I do believe is that where God calls you, you are to be a productive member of that community and that culture and society. You're supposed to be a reflection of him and you are supposed to be a light. But where his people go, his goodness goes. Does that make sense? And so... I think that the principle of this is to pray for the communities you live in. Be active, proactive, and productive members of that community and watch what God can do. That's what I believe. So I'm going to read that again. Pursue the well-being of the city I have deported you to. Pray to the Lord on its behalf, for when it thrives, you will thrive. For this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel says, don't let your prophets who are among you and your diviners deceive you and don't listen to the dreams you elicit from them for they are prophesying falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them. This is the Lord's declaration for this is what the Lord says. When 70 years for Babylon are complete, I will attend to you and will confirm my promise concerning you to restore you to this place. For I know the plans I have for you. This is another one of those verses. This was a specific message to a specific people. That being said, I believe every word in scripture is meant for us, for all generations to glean something from. Here we go. For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being and not for your disaster to give you a future and a hope. A lot of people want to read Jeremiah 29, 11 and stop there and think, see, nothing bad is ever going to happen to me. Everything great is going to happen for me. And, you know, whatever. I don't believe that. I believe that God has good plans for you and that his plans are for your benefit, for your good and to his glory. But people don't want to go on. Listen to the next verse. You will call to me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Okay. Huh. This implies that you are in relationship with him. Okay. Look at verse 13. You will seek me and find me. And here's the caveat. When you search for me with all your heart. Friends, we have to seek him with everything that we have. And then verse 14. I will be found by you. This is the Lord's declaration. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and places where I banished you. This is the Lord's declaration. I will restore you to the place from which I deported you. You have said the Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon. But this is what the king sitting on David's throne and concerning all the people living in this city, that is concerning your brothers who did not go with you into exile. This is what the Lord of armies says. 
I'm about to send sword, famine, and plague against them, and I will make them like rotten figs that are inedible because they are so bad. I will pursue them with the sword, famine, and plague, and I will make them a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth, a curse and a desolation, an object of scorn, and a disgrace among all the nations where I have banished them. I will do this because they've not listened to my words. This is the Lord's declaration. The words that I sent to them with my servants, the prophets, time and time again, and you too have not listened. This is the Lord's declaration. Hear the word of the Lord, all you exiles I have sent from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord of armies says. Or this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says about Ahab, son of Kaliah, and concerning Zedekiah, son of Messiah, the ones prophesying a lie to you in my name. I'm about to hand them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, and he will kill them before your very eyes. Based on what happens to them, all the exiles of Judah who are in Babylon will create a curse that says, May the Lord make you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire, because they have committed an outrage in Israel by committing adultery with their neighbors' wives and have spoken in my name a lie which I did not command them. I am he who knows, and I am a witness. This is the Lord's declaration. To Shemaiah the Nehalamite, you are to say, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says to you, says, you in your name have sent out letters to all the people of Jerusalem, to the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah, and to all the priests, saying, the Lord has appointed you priest in the place of the priest of Jehoiada to be the chief officer in the temple of the Lord, responsible for every madman who acts like a prophet. You must confine him in the stocks and in an iron collar. So now, why have you not rebuked Jeremiah of Anathoth, who has been acting like a prophet among you? For he has sent word to us in Babylon, claiming the exile will be long, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat their produce. The priest Zephaniah read this letter in the hearing of the prophet Jeremiah. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, send a message to all the exiles, saying, This is what the Lord says concerning Shemaiah the, ne the Nehelamite. Because Shemaiah prophesied to you, though I did not send him, and made you trust a lie, this is what the Lord says, I'm about to punish Shemaiah the Nehelamite and his descendants. There will not be even one of his descendants living among these people, nor will any ever see the good that I will bring to my people. This is the Lord's declaration, for he has preached rebellion to look against the Lord. Whoo, heavy, heavy. And now for Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you in a day of trouble. May the name of Jacob's God protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and sustain you from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offering. May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. Let us shout for joy at your victory and lift the banner in the name of your God. May the Lord fulfill all your requests. Now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories from his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and others in horses, but we take pride in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. May he answer us on the day that we call. That's it for today, friends. Come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together every day this year. See ya.